Hey everybody, welcome to episode 53 of the Fill My Heart podcast. I'm Drew Absher. I'm Parker Newman, and today, Benton Harshaw is here. Woohoo! Special Favorite guest. guest. Hey. Yeah. It's about time. You guys know him, and, <laughs> you guys know him and tolerate him. What's up, buddy? Oh, okay. That's real. real, real. <laughs> the people have demanded it. Yeah. yeah. Real smooth way to start. Yeah. <laughs> A few people have suggested your name in terms of come back to the show. So how's it going? Yeah. We're having it's you back good. on. It's good to be back. This is my, uh, this is my second time, right? This uh, is your fourth time. Yeah, you I know. You fucking idiot. Oh. I just want <laughs> to hear you say it. Oh, yeah. You son of a bitch uh Man, that's more than any other guest yeah, yeah no. that by by quite a, a considerable i mean that's twice yeah. as much as any other guest yeah. right we've only had emma's been on twice emma's been on twice Keep once going. invited Keep, yeah she's been Keep on. Going. one time one finished. time she shoved her way into the show <laughs> yeah totally. she doesn't listen we can talk about that yeah i think that yeah <laughs> she's <laughs> think, gonna be like why did you say that Drew? <laughs> <laughs> why are you guys talking about me on the podcast i will slit your throat <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna put in an instagram story with lots of cat gifts <laughs> <laughs> yes it's a baby yoda meme <laughs> She's used that baby Yoda meme four times Dude, this month. Dude, but you know what's so great about Emma is I laugh every single time she does it. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I laugh, but then I yeah. get mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a baby Yoda sipping the tea. Anyway, buddy, how's it going? It's going good. Happy New Year, guys. It's This is our first episode of the New Year. New Year, new us. This is the first Fill My Heart of the Decade. Ooh. Holy yeah. shit. That's a good point. You know what's crazy? I was thinking about it, though. I, I really was, is that Dr. Phil will not make it to 2030. Really? I don't yeah, think anyone will, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you keep up with the news. <laughs> that's that's her point. But yeah, I don't think that his, he's, I mean, what, he's probably like, he's probably in his 60s now. Let's see, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil I think he's going to make it. Yeah, I think he'll make it. Hey, Dr. Phil's 69, 69 years old. Oh, Hell, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, do you think he's going to make it to 80 years old? Doing eighty years old doing this? I don't. No, I think he's gonna, gonna have. To eight. Eight. He's gonna live. Oh to eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. Dude, he's, he's just he's just a bag dude, of skin. They're just gonna keep dude, stuff I, enlarged. Dude, if he in makes there. it to eighty, he'll be the oldest person ever from Vanita, Oklahoma, to make it to eighty. <laughs> and he's six foot three. That's a big motherfucker, dude. Yeah. You know what? I think we're gonna have to cancel the podcast. Now that I found out he's six foot three, dude, he could beat the shit out of both. <laughs> <laughs> or cross us over in basketball. Yeah. Either way, it's humiliating. Dude, Doctor Phil's got post moves. There's no doubt about it. Dude, watch. But if he makes it to eighty, he's just gonna like bring out an IV like yeah. <laughs> onto the stage. Yeah. It's gonna be like Robin. He's just walking one hand with Robin, the other with his maid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, what the fuck? He what? was married before Robin. That's what. Yeah, what? I, I, was, I just noticed that. Debbie, no De- fucking Debbie way, Debbie Higgins, dude. right there. I thought you yeah. guys, dude. Knew that. So he got married at twenty Hillary years old. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he got married at twenty what? years old and then divorced at twenty three and then remarried at twenty six and he's been married ever since. Dude, wow. what happened? Man? Dude, what's Debbie Higgins up to? Let's check Debbie her out. Debbie, Debbie was like, Oh, right. Debbie Higgins, no bueno. Murdered mysteriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think they broke up because Debbie was like, all right, the mustache has to go or I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's me the mustache. Yeah, she, oh, yeah, that's what she... She's like... That's what their last fight was. She's like, you'll never make it with that dumb fucking mustache. 
<laughs> she was just dead wrong about everything. After every show, he whispers to like a PA. He's like, "Take that now, Debbie." <laughs> <laughs> he just he just got her just bulletin board material. It's just pictures of her that he just like punches every day before the show. <laughs> yeah, he just and he has a an assistant like hand him little Debbie. He just crushes them with his hand every day. Whoa, where are you looking at? Uh, the first headline says, Debbie Higgins' cause of death. Let's check that out. Whoa, it's true. Her last, wor- <laughs> her last words were, I reckon Phil didn't kill me. <laughs> you know, as I said, you can't make a goose a candor. <laughs> Whoa. Cause of death. Whoa, Debbie passed away after a long battle to cancer. Well, that's not very funny, is it, Parker? Yeah, no, Why Parker. did you say she died mysteriously if she died of cancer? <laughs> the, hmm. I, I hmm. think it's a mystery that's not cured yet. Am I right? What God will allow this? Okay, folks, this is the show. Even authoritative <laughs> sources are vague. Cancer. <laughs> yeah. Even authoritative sources are vague regarding Debbie's wealth at the time of her death. Her income from her involvement in the aforementioned films. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, wait. films? Oh, she was a uh, she was a, an editor of a documentary and then a horror film. Parker, have you you're a big horror movie? Have you seen Demon Hunters: Fear of Silence? <laughs> I literally watched that uh, two days ago. <laughs> it's just on in the background at my friend's party. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. Well, actually, I think the sequel was on. Oh, what was the sequel? Demon Hunters: Fear of Noises. <laughs> <laughs> just it was just called Quiet Place. <laughs> yeah. So that sounds yeah, like a horror crazy. movie for comedians. Fear wow. of silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Debbie, Higgins. Debbie Higgins. Debbie Higgins also sounds like just the name of an SNL character that like talks about being fat. <laughs> what, a, what a horrible name too. Yeah, Debbie, Debbie Higgins. Higgins. Not as uh, good as Robin. Yeah, I'd say if your name is Debbie, you're fat, and if your last name's Higgins, you're probably fat. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, Sounds like the name of like a woman that runs a like a county fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Debbie Higgins has some great butterscotch. Yeah. I will say though. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely running for an elected position somewhere in Kentucky. <laughs> oh yeah, you're from Kentucky. I am Brenton. from Kentucky. Do you know oh, Debbie Higgins? I do not know God. Debbie Higgins. God. Though do I have you know several where she was last seen. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you know uh, how she got the big C? Listen, that's a town secret. Stay out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get chased out by some sheriff <laughs> you boys are asking too many questions for my liking listen when you come to town and start stirring trouble then <laughs> you're gonna be like the uh that scene in uh, an american werewolf in london where they're all at the pub <laughs> oh, man. oh man well what's going on parker i heard you had an eventful week oh boy did i um well first let of- me let me set up can i set up the backstory just so we get it done yeah totally, okay please. cool uh parker used to work at a donut shop yes um, as a cashier, and well, I mean, we can be honest and say that you were a less than enthusiastic employee. That's fair to say. Like you weren't a bad employee, but you just didn't love working at a donut shop, which isn't abnormal. Which yeah, isn't crazy. totally. But the owner took a liking to Parker in the fact that he thought that he could help you and change you. And then you guys had a bit of a falling out because of it. It's more condescension and weird. Like it wasn't like right. A, yeah, it was like a let it, me take. Like he was treating you like you had like you were special needs. Basically. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then so his what? name was. Oh no, we shouldn't say his name. Let's not say his name. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, don't don't say his name. Oh. Wait, should we come up with a, a thing to nope. say in place? Uh, we'll call him Rick. 
Don't say his Rick. name. I Rick. Don't want, okay. This guy's clearly fucking. All right, involved. fine. I'll just say his address. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just say what time he goes to bed. Yeah. Which locks are the weakest. And then <laughs> and then the other important the other important information to know is Parker does a joke about how he used to work at a donut shop. It has nothing to do with the nothing specific do. donut shop. It's got no relation to Rick. Or anything, yeah. please call him Rick. I don't want to edit this. Yeah, totally. No. <laughs> so what happened? I see why you guys have me on. Both my parents are lawyers, and you're scared for this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> well, my aunt and uncle are lawyers, and I think they. Drew, would do you not know any lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone in my family is a decent human being. <laughs> guys, on. that is the kind of humor we do here at Fill My Heart is shitting on lawyers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Read um, your emails. So. This is a bit of a mouthful. I promise it's worth it. So, by the way, like, I didn't know this guy well, like, at all. Like, yeah. literally, like, I've probably talked to him four times in my life before, you know. Um, I mostly knew, can I say the other person's name? Sure, yeah. Jamie. Yeah, we know her. We're friends. She's a her. comic. Yeah. And um, she was, like, a part owner of the donut shop. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, she, um, yeah, she doesn't work there anymore either. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I mostly talked to her, like, when I worked there. She was there. Like, this guy lives two hours away. You know, he would occasionally come here to, like, creep around. But other than that, he has no part in it. So, yeah, well, he was an owner. I don't think he was just creeping around. <laughs> no, but he, he had was, a vested interest in being there. But I get what you're saying. Around. Yeah, yeah no, Jesse saying. Jones is creeping around Stack <laughs> Comedy Theater right Jesse, now. stop <laughs> creeping around producing our podcast, please. <laughs> stop creeping around. You don't even belong here. <laughs> Stalking me much okay um so he just said this so random out i haven't talked to him for you parker a friend told me about you using i was working at a donut shop in your bit he was about to heckle you about how you screwed that up but fortunately did not can you please change it to anything else shoe store ice cream shop whatever your work ethic has disturbed a few people in my circle, and I'd hate for that to flow for into your comedy world since you've invested so much in it. Thanks, Rick. Yeah. So, thoughts on that? I, well, I don't understand. I've never been disturbed by anyone's work ethic. Yeah. Like, disturbed is such a... F- fucking dumb word to use there but it's also like like why are you emailing me that's like the only disturbing thing and that was ended up being the big falling out i believe correct me if i'm wrong was that you would poop during work and lock the door (laughs) (laughs) not lock the door to the bathroom lock the door to the front of the building yeah but that's the only one in the shop yeah so nobody could come steal which is a conflicting thought for an employee is like what do you do yeah you just leave the cash register unattended while you go take a 10 minute runny dump yeah do Tom. you do you make sure that I get it, I get the conflict, but someone with real work ethic would have brought adult diapers. I'm yeah, just <laughs> that's true. Like a NASCAR driver. I'd say yeah. I'd say a real I'd say someone with the real work ethic would have brought regular diapers to save the company money. <laughs> <That's just me. laughs> um. So yeah, I. So my response was, sorry. Should I say tax write-off disguised as a donut oh, shop? Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> You went right at his fucking neck. If Parker was a firefighter, he would spray with lighter fluid. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This all could have been avoided by just saying no. <laughs> but this is so much more fun. Oh, God it damn gets it. better. Okay. I don't want to, because it's so many, 36 messages back and forth, though. So I don't want to, like, you know, say, I'm trying to, like, cut the fat. Yeah. Didn't this happened like two days ago. Is- 
Huh? This one's happened two days ago. Uh, yeah, the thirty first. Yeah, yeah. New wow. Year's yeah, yeah. But also, like, how how do his friends like know? I think it's a lie. Honestly, I think he just like stumbled across my video or something. or was like he's so psychotic. I think he was like, oh, I wonder if he's still saying that because he saw my stand up before apparently. Yeah. So yeah. Well, mm. but also like. They're so it's so cringy to be like he was gonna he was gonna heckle, but thank God he didn't. As in like I'm cool, I'm with the no. I know comics don't like to be heckled. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. Hey man, like my friend's a dick, but he's also kind of cool. You know. Like, yeah. It, he was gonna heckle, but decided better. Like your friend's still a cunt. It makes don't no ever sense. think about heckling. I think he just chose that because it makes it sound like everyone knows. Like you know what I mean? Everyone. Yeah thinks that you should stop doing it's like no dude you're fucking insane like you know what you should have just replied is different donut shop (laughs) 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 true i and so this is why i said um i'll try it's a lot so i'll try to cut out as much as i can um he said uh parker i think you're missing a very key thing i don't think you've ever hired anyone which is fine so i'll have to use some Thing that Did he just accuse done. you of not being a small business owner? <laughs> That's <laughs> so dog shit, dude. <laughs> it's so condescending, but it's not even like, look, you've never failed owning a business. <laughs> like, you've, never <laughs> you've never opened a specialty donut shop in the middle of the ghetto before. <laughs> Listen, you've never made, you've never made poor decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've never cooked one donut and said, I should put a lot of money into this. <laughs> um, and so... <laughs> And so, um, let's see, um, that, uh, he said, I'm sure that you've bought things before like food. So imagine that you go into a burger place, (laughs) you hand, which I don't have to imagine, Uh, you hand over your cherished dollars and you get a substandard burger. You don't feel good about that experience. You're not paid with that organization. You're not happy with that organization. You paid for something, didn't get it. Your money is gone, and you have something substandard. If and when you hire someone else and they do a poor job, you're not happy with that person and not a burger if it is the same feeling. (laughs) Uh, I have that feeling about you. Usually, (laughs) here's the part where, okay, this part. Usually bad employees just dot, 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 fade away. Very rarely does one have does one have to hear about them time and time again. Usually they don't incorpor- incorporate that into a public act, which is like, why do you sound like a fucking anime villain right now? <laughs> well, and like, you know, this guy clearly is in the know about comedy, and in his defense, <laughs> no, 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 but you will his, see. He no, 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 he clearly is, and no, in his, oh, de- you will see. Trust me. I'm doing a fucking bit right now. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's squash. Um, I was going to say, like, you hired comedians and then get mad when they put their place of work in your act, in their act. Like, what are you doing? Oh, no, that's fine. I didn't. Sorry if I stepped <laughs> yeah, No. Okay. I was going to do a, a sarcastic bit, and you just kept telling me. <laughs> I'm like, no, Drew. No. You don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Parker, I don't think you understand. <laughs> Sorry. That's the only thing I've ever. That's the only time I ever stood up for myself. And that was <laughs> yeah. very poor timing. I really uh, I really liked in that message how he. The, the phrase changed. Cherished dollars. <laughs> like he's a dragon that sits on his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, which is funny. I said, like, you emailed me, you fucking psychopath. Like, that's basically. what you said? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair and enough. So uh, 
I said, how boring is your life? The balls to email someone a year after they quit and ask for anything, much less a joke that literally has nothing to do with your failed business, <laughs> was just uh, was just a way to was just a setting to frame a joke is beyond absurd. Um, and then he said, I'm missing something. Why can't you just change it to I worked at an ice cream store? <laughs> Be like, because it's not called an ice cream store, Rick. It's called an ice cream shop. That wouldn't make any fucking sense. The audience would catch on to that and be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. It's weird, but then he says, talk to your parents. Get their opinion. And <laughs> what is up with this guy? And I know. And I said, oh, I, I said, um, okay, I talked to my parents and they are saying I should say which exact donut shop I worked <laughs> at. <laughs> He's <laughs> just like, so you have no idea why someone would be bothered by this. Uh, and I said, not a rational one. Um, then, um, oh, where? <laughs> why would he? And like, here's the thing. Here's one thing. He doesn't get comedy. So it's so obviously me just like shit. like being a dick. And he said, why would they say this? <laughs> like he took it seriously. Why would they say this? Have they ever been cheated either? Do they think you did a good job at Donut Madness? And I, well, why'd you <laughs> just say the fucking name of the donut? <laughs> oh, God the damn it. No. Damn it. All right. Well, we're going to bleep, bleep that yeah, out. Yeah, put a bleep there. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Jesus. And I said, my parents' names are Reginald Krispy Kreme and Maria Dunkin' Donut the fourth. <laughs> and so. <laughs> he said, I. Um, sorry, seriously, you have no idea what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I'm trying to. Ah, I knew I should have picked which ones earlier. Um, Agreed. Agreed. I called him an arrogant. <laughs> I called him an arrogant boar who sells sweet. <laughs> I called him an arrogant boar who sells sweet bread to fatties. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was nice. When then he said that was nice. When in doubt, attack. Then he said, you still live at home? Question mark. I said, how does someone not live at home? I'm not a gypsy dumbass. <laughs> 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 still live at home. <laughs> and here's the thing. I swear. <laughs> I'm not a gypsy. <laughs> oh, where is it? Well, I tried. <laughs> oh, he says, when people my age say live at home, it means with one's parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, no, but I know yeah, that. Yes, I'm so yeah. obviously, like, yeah. fucking with you. Uh, yeah. Rick Urban Dictionary, <laughs> yeah. last name. <laughs> yeah. Webster's Dictionary defines living at home as with one's parents. <laughs> Why is he fucking talking like that? Uh, no, I he's know. talking like he's writing a contract. No, he's insane, dude. Yeah. Like, the guy's fucking mental, but it's like... He's a good. He has a good job. Like he's an engineer, I think. So it's weird. So it's not. By the way, for some reason, uh, I forgot who I was. Oh yeah, Spencer Sellins, very fine comic. He's. I had to clarify that he was like an old white guy, like not super old, but like fifty yeah. probably. Because I don't know. Was that like in your head? Like yeah, I mean, hey, yeah. He's an I would, older. I would have okay. I would have because he thought like there's a language barrier or nothing. So just so you know, it's nothing like that. Yeah, this guy's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, so here's probably the best part. Uh, I would say, 
Um, I just said, or after this, I say, look, man, you you didn't pay me enough to deal with you then. You definitely don't know or don't now. Um, so I'm not going to change it. What do you want me to do? Uh, uh, let's see. And so, wait, what? Ah, sorry. I'm fucking getting all mixed up. Um, <laughs> Listen, while he's looking for it. Rick, I know you're listening. Yeah, Rick. My name's Benton Harshaw. I'm available Monday to Thursdays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Rick, I'll say this. I went in one time when Parker was working and had several free donuts. Uh, Parker <laughs> said they handed them to me, and I said, how much? And he said, they're on the house. Um, so, And I'll tell you, it felt like I was handing my money to a shitty burger place because they were okay. No, <laughs> no, I'm joking. They were really good, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, he used to bring me them. Yeah, actually. they're actually really good donuts. <laughs> yeah, after, after <laughs> work. Good. They were really good. <laughs> yep. Um, but let's see. All right. So, um, he said, I guess I tried. I can't relate to what you're saying. Uh, all the best in 2020. I'm like, okay, that's a nice message. I said, thanks. You too. And if it makes you feel better, I can say I'll change it. And then not because you literally wouldn't be able to tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Happy, uh, new year. Then he said, I'll know if, and when my buddy tells me they saw you, I'll make you a... Then here's the kicker. I'll make you a deal. If I write a bit and you can use it, will you change out the donut shop part? Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. This guy was looking for a union gig. I love that. <laughs> and so I said, yes, give me all the bits. Like, please, for the love of fucking God, give me an hour. Like, you know. Then he said, fair, I have two... <laughs> he says, fair, I have two bits I recently wrote. <laughs> so it's like, was he planning this? Dude, he's gonna, Rick's going to come to an open mic and murder on stage <laughs> and then murder you afterwards. <laughs> Probably. And he says, fair, I have two bits I recently wrote. One about women being hard to predict. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> the other about threesomes. <laughs> dude, this guy's going to murder at Live at the Apollo. <laughs> and I said, let me see them all. Uh, <laughs> he said, he said, haven't typed them up yet. This bit I wrote, blah, blah, blah. Uh, here it is. Are you guys ready? Oh, Wait, is this dude. for real? Oh, this, dude, for, this, this, this is, is for real? This is for real. cringe. <laughs> Uh, I heard growing up that women were unpredictable. Wait, can I read it? Yes. Yeah, please. I want to. Oh, the can bit. I read the second one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll read the bit. Um, I heard growing up that women were unpredictable and men were and were simple. Not so, not so great there so far. I Rick. think he only gave the first one. No. Oh wait, maybe. Uh, oh yeah. Oh no. No, there's a second one. Okay, I heard growing up that women were unpredictable and men were and were simple. Um, I'm not so sure. Here, dot, 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 here's a test. What gender is this person? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're straight into crowd work. (laughs) This person gets their feelings hurt. They don't deal with it and bury it down and lets it build over years and years along with other hurt feelings. One day, all caps, something simple happens and they explode and they grab a shotgun and boom, shoots up a mall. The gender sounds like Rick. (laughs) Hmm. A girl? That behavior is not normal or predictable. That's it? That's, I mean, well, no, buddy. When you're writing bits, (laughs) you wouldn't just put one example of a test because that obviously the crowd's going to be keeled over laughing after after the whole shotgun thing, right? And then, okay, here's another test. (laughs) 
This other person gets their feelings hurt too, but with like eight T's. This person meets their friend over an, all caps, espresso, and they work it out, and the next day, boom, nobody gets shot. This person moves on with their life. Okay, dot, dot, dot. The second person sounds more like a Steve, question mark, or a Sarah, question mark. <laughs> I love comedy Mad Libs. Oh, I will say, dude, wasn't that bit way more woke than you thought it would be? Yeah. Way more woke. Yes, way more woke. Wow, that was... That like, is terrible. Yeah. That was... You know what? Now I feel like we can say his full name. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Dude, that is hilarious, though, to be like, all right, I'll make you a deal. How about you edit your joke that works by adding this really shitty one into yeah, your Yeah, it's literally my opener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so funny. Yeah. I can't... You know what's crazy is, like, my family has heard me make jokes. Of, like, my grandma knows... That I out her father as a Nazi on stage <laughs> and she has taken less offense to a guy who just, you say donut shop. Yeah, totally. That is fucking amazing. It's, a, it's the most least offensive. I have pedophile jokes. Like, what the, what the shit? I That's have true. Nazi That jokes. is true. You do have a lot of pedophiles. Yeah, jokes. I mean, the crowd never thinks they're jokes, but you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, dude, that's, that's wild that someone would. Yeah. Ask you to change a joke. So like that. I worked there again. Short story. <laughs> yeah, you should have said that. Yeah. All right, it's changed. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See you Monday. <laughs> yeah. So my not, and that's pretty fucking crazy, right? Oh, that's I mean, insane. That, yeah, that's insane behavior to reach out because, like, most people would be like, cut their losses. You know, yeah. like not totally. It's a dumb job at a donut. <laughs> like yeah. it's fine. But. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that is stupid. That is really dumb. Uh, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Uh, oh, it's funny. I'm sorry it's that you just still don't have a job there. I feel like you should get your job back. I do. Oh, really? Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, wow, Parker didn't interrupt you this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's how a bit goes off without a hitch. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, speaking of a. Uh, bits here do you want to get into the episode yes that yeah. was uh, Sorry for taking over it, that was a saga but i think it was worth it i, I yeah, agree yeah, I yeah. Think that was funny um all right let's get into it uh benton's here parker's here i'm here let's do this today we're going to watch the episode that aired december 3rd 2019 it's season 18 episode 60 simply titled battle of the x's not a whole lot to know about this one uh but this is you know, it's kind of interesting, actually, that uh, Rick brought up the differences between men and women. Yes. Because there is... No a, one else has. No one, no, <laughs> no, one, no one ever has said that on stage. Yeah. Is that I thought they were the same up until five minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. What is this, a Jordan Peterson book? Um, <laughs> uh, but no, this episode has like some weird... Like, we'll talk about it when we get there. But there is some weird like contextual shit about like how the audience treats... Like, okay, so it's about two parents that are fighting over custody of their kids, mm -hmm. and they're both psychotic. And Yeah. But when the dude's psychotic, everyone freaks out. And when the girl's psychotic, everyone's laughing. It's oh, fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, it's Dr. Phil. Yeah, I know. know. The, that's who the audience... But it is just weird. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, all right. This, uh, this clip is called Man Claims Ex-Wife Sends Cops to His House in the Middle of the Night. My ex-wife, Christy, is constantly harassing and stalking. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> a first impression of this guy. Um, oh, I didn't even... So the mic the mic stand was blocking oh, shit, it, so I couldn't see the top up. of his head. Uh, and that's horrifying. Wow. Yeah, I thought he was just like a regular a weird, bald guy. Yeah, no, he's got like a weird uh, like 
I don't even know what you would call that. Jesse, is there a way we can get this mic up so Benton can see? Oh, no, I can see it now. Can you? Yeah, I can just tilt okay. it down. Tilt your head down or something? Oh, yeah. your mic was in the way? No, this one was, but it's you know fine. This, I'm just looking this down. This is in, unimportant to the crowd. Um, but yeah, no, he's got like a weird fucking like <laughs> undercut, but it's all bald on the side. So it looks like a mo. It's like Macklemore's mohawk. He looks like uh, Chuck Liddell if he liked fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. He also looks like John C. Riley. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, like his face is dude. You'll see throughout the episode. This is a good shot of him. His face is way too small for his head. He kind of looks like Joe Rogan, but if he only wanted to interview strippers. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got like that. He's got like fucking sleazebag face. Harassing and stalking me. My ex-wife is lurking outside my house, calling the sheriff's department over, waking us up, just really causing havoc. The situation with Christy has gotten complete. All right, so that's his new fiance. Kind of hot. I love Katy Perry. <laughs> really? You Whoa. think that looks like Katy Perry? What? Oh, wait, no. Oh, who's the other one? No, Lady Gaga. Oh, what? Oh, no. I kind of see... I could see Kesha. If you really need glasses, then yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Completely out of control. Christy will show up to the house at random hours of the night. The last time I I don't know how good Benton is at roasting. (laughs) (laughs) No, Benton just has bad pop culture references. I do. Benton (laughs) reads the New Yorker. (laughs) She looks like Bob Newhart. (laughs) (laughs) He really really wanted to say Barbara Streisand. (laughs) He's all, who was the lady in the... The star is born. <laughs> she was Christy like outside the house. Carol she Brunetta. Was in <laughs> yeah. Her car. She saw me and took off. I don't know what Christy is capable of. I just don't feel safe. She's blown my phone up with messages. Dude, look how awful that hair is. Oh my god. It's like a shark fin. <laughs> oh, it's like what's that one Street Fighter character? Oh, Guile? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Benton. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> He's all, oh, Kesha. <laughs> father. I'm a punk. I'm okay, so she's called him a loser father, a punk, and stupid. Punk? Which, as far as, like, insults go, I mean, that's what I call my own dad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> joking <laughs> love you dad he's never listened to an episode of this and downright nasty we have a 16 year old son together when christy and i split up my son lived with me because i had the stable home christy does act like she can have mike's son anytime she wants my son is very busy all right if you would have guessed they would have taken a picture together putting up fists like two mma fighters yeah <laughs> dad's wearing a white v-neck <laughs> that's important kid oh and he's wearing like uh he- those like those those jeans with like the that weird symbol on it. You know what I'm talking about? Like they're oh, all, yeah, all yeah. double stitched and faded. True religion. No, those aren't trues. Those are, um, those are like knockoff trues, but yeah. But, um, yeah. In that picture, he kind of looked like Gordon Ramsay. If he looked like the prisoners who he taught how to cook. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, he does look, he's got Gordon Ramsay's face. You're a hundred percent right. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Yeah. There that's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. It's oh, like, wow. Yeah. It's Gordon Ramsay on Roy's. <laughs> this divorce is fucking bland. <laughs> There's not enough protein powder in this egg. My son refuses to see his mother. He gets told there's going to be repercussions. He's 16, six foot. Okay, and then, okay, so a couple things we got to notice here. First off, this is how white trash people hang pictures in their house. They have like clothespins going over <laughs> over the door frame, oh, and they so just have tacky. pictures hanging. They're throwing a football indoors which yeah. any good parent doesn't let their kid do yeah. and then the son has bra- he's white he's got braids 
cornrowed into ponytails <laughs> or into pigtails. Jesus. Yeah, dude. Five two hundred. CPS should be called just for that yeah. that that production clip right there. Eighteen pounds. How do I pick him up and force him into a vehicle? What we missed is that his son is six foot five, two hundred and eighteen pounds. Whoa, Sixteen okay. years old, so he could also beat the shit out of us. I think she's using my son as an excuse to get back at me. I what do feel like what if we saw like his son. And he like confronted us, and his face was blurred. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like hey, <laughs> we're like, who? He's all, I was on Doctor Phil. You're like, oh, I do recognize you. You said my mom looked like yeah. Kesha. <laughs> you, had, you had the pigtails. Relationship with Mike. You said my Mike. mom looked like Kesha, and then kind of backtracked because <laughs> you weren't confident. In it. Then you guys made fun of the small one. <laughs> and I got engaged, Christy started harassing and stalking us. We're set to get married 35 days from now. I am afraid that Christy will ruin my... Fat-ass rock on her finger. That's oh my a big-ass ring. I also love how they're yeah. using the cold case filter. On oh, dude, this, yeah. is, this is just any Dr. Phil production clip. I know, but it's just so... I've watched Cold Case recently, and it's. I feel like she's about to commit a murder. Yeah, no, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's fucking investigation discovery production oh clips. God, That's dude. all Dr. Phil is. The wedding... Okay, guys, I'm glad you're here because there are kids involved in the middle of this, right? Yeah. Yes. And you've been divorced how long? 15 years. 15 years? Mm-hmm. Okay, and in the 14 years and nine months before this period of time, was it like this? Uh, it's been this way the whole time. All right, this is one of my favorite things that happens on Dr. Phil is when Dr. Phil has, like, information and he's like doing like almost late night host where he like is setting them up to to go into detail and they completely flunk it. Yeah. Like totally. Dr. Phil's very specifically like, so for like 14 years and nine months, things have been how? And he's all, it's been like this the whole time. And then watch Dr. Phil. But didn't you say that this... <laughs> <laughs> he's all, God damn it, dude. He's all, I thought we were going to have a smooth segue. All ramped up. This all started. This all became a problem when you two got engaged. It definitely escalated. She's gotten away with sabotaging, you know, previous relationships of mine. Right. And, um, you know, it's just the same behavior on this one. And you've had a few previous relationships, yes. right? Like, how many times have you been engaged since the divorce? So, in the last 15 years, how many times has he been engaged? Simple question. Uh, three times in the last... Three times. That's Jeez. that's way too many fucking times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. To not get married? Dude, yeah. this guy's tanking relationships. That is like that is like the mentality of like a 19-year-old Christian boy. Like, Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> I just want to yeah. fuck someone. Dude, yeah. It's like a fucking... It's a kid in the Air Force who just wants a Dodge Challenger. That's <laughs> 15 years. I feel like Mike Bear was his best man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's exactly who this guy looks like. Three times? Yeah. Julie is my third fiance. Okay. And how long did y'all know each other before you got to be got to be a while, right? You're not just going to get engaged to someone willy-nilly. Came engaged? Well, before you moved in together. Oh god, I I moved in like the first week. Jesus, what? Whoa. Yeah, dude, psychotic. Both parents are do th- fucking animals. Is there a hurricane there? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That's so rare. You know, Danny DeVito moved in. He had a, his wife of 39 years that like just divorced. They moved in after like two weeks. That's and crazy. Then they were married for 39 years, and then Danny DeVito, and then they divorced. Wow. Whoa. That's crazy. 
That's insane, too, because 39 years ago, Danny DeVito wasn't famous. Exactly. So she had to take a oh. flyer on a five foot three man trying to make it. <laughs> <laughs> two, mo- two weeks in. That's crazy. Dude, she's like the greatest talent scout in the history of Hollywood. <laughs> a week. Yeah. And then you got engaged when? A month later. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whirlwind. Yes. Yeah. It was whirlwind. love at first sight. So. Okay. So don't give up hope if you're looking. <laughs> Uh, and that joke falls completely flat. Oh my god! That was like Rick's bit. You right don't there. get to give relationship advice when you're on Doctor Phil. Yeah, <laughs> when you've been, when and you've, that includes Doctor Phil. When you're here complaining about how crazy your ex is, and that you've been <laughs> that you've been engaged three times in the last fifteen years, and the one you're currently engaged to moved in a week after knowing her. Yeah. Yeah. No. You shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> yeah. So this That'd be like me saying, like, oh, man, look, free throws are tough. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is you got to start going underhand. Yeah. <laughs> love at first sight. The third time? It was no. the same way with the other two? No, that's why. I was we, trying to yeah. see how you do these things. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, the- oh, God, Dr. Phil's so close to saying how long he's been married. The way it works out, I mean, you, you know, um, you, you try and try until something works. I mean, obviously, we didn't make it to the wedding day, and... You know, I see the red flags and any psychotic behavior. I'm I'm out of here. I've got one of those already. Okay. So you were the one that quit the other two? Yes. They didn't quit you. You quit them. Correct. Okay. Um, were they whirlwind? Most definitely. Okay. So he's admitting that the other ones were also very quick. Okay. So you're yeah. quick in, quick out? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't mean it that way. Not a whirlwind. No, 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 no. I don't mean it that way. I mean... I meant. I thought you meant as far as their behavior. Oh. Yeah, I did. But, um, but yeah. no, the last the last relationship I was in, I proposed to her a year after. We okay. Were All right. So that's still a little fast for a grown. Yeah, that's too, right. That's way too fast. Yeah. This guy must like as soon as the engagement calls off, he just goes on the sidewalk and he's like, "You get over here." <laughs> <laughs> he starts kissing people like he's coming back from war. <laughs> he's like a straight performer. He just gets on his knee and holds out a ring and just waits yeah, for one to yeah. bite. <laughs> Sometimes you let it unfold yes. and see how things go. Mm-hmm. Now, Julia wrote in and and says that you're being stalked and harassed by Christy. Yes. And okay, so now we're finding out that the new fiance is the one who's bringing both of them to the Dr. Phil show. Oh, okay. So mind your own fucking business, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's none of your fucking business. Describe stalking behavior to me. What do you consider well, stalking? Well, stalking behavior, behavior um, we've come out of our house uh, a few times, and she's sitting across the road with her lights off. and she, you know, <laughs> She's just like Pennywise with the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's got binoculars. We always see her in trees. <laughs> kind of creepy. Uh, Julia says that Christy's delusional. And thinks that she has custody of your son. Correct. Um, but you think you have custody of your son. I have all designated time with my child. Yeah. Well, you said in, in your tape piece that you have full custody of your son. I'm going for full custody. They did give me um, all designated time with him. So it's kind of under his choice. Well, that's actually I said, not. if I can do 50 push-ups without stopping, can I see him on weekend? <laughs> uh, his son's 16, right? Yeah, 16 years it's old. Still a custody? Like, what? Like, mm-hmm. dude, let's hang out in two years. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess so. And I, I agree with you. But, like, obviously these parents aren't capable of, like, 
Yeah. Like, so we'll get, I, when I was watching these clips, I was like, oh, this lady must be crazy. Like they're using the word delusional. They're using, you know, like they're saying she's stalking. I'm like, she must be crazy with all of this guy and all of his flaws. Like this ex must be insane. Yeah. But she's not. And they're clearly just fucking going at each other's necks. And like, yeah, no, the court definitely needs to be involved with these two. But because it's you're still right, very like, funny. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. When, I imagine she. Do like, they start reading each other's text messages? It is amazing. That's why I like this episode. Uh, we only got six seconds left in this clip. Let's watch. Not right. That's not what it says. Okay, so that's that was less than six <laughs> that was seconds. Ha- that was thirty. Yeah. That was uh, yeah. that was my six seconds. You can ask my girlfriend. Boom, 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 boom. I'm kidding. Um, but wow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you told me you had the opposite problem. No, I'm <laughs> no, you're right. No, we talked about that on the podcast. I, I fucking listened to that episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, by the way, by the way, solved. Anyway, uh, things are things are coming up. Drew, twenty twenty has been a good year. Uh, Drew thousand twenty. Yeah, Drew thousand twenty, baby. Drew Year's Eve. Um, but yeah, so like this couple clearly needs the intervention of a court system. And like I, as a as a product of divorced parents who could yes. not get along for the life of them, like <laughs> will we'll do anything to prevent that. Like I would never recommend people go to the courts because it's just so sticky. But yeah, it's tough. I get you. No, I, yeah. yeah. Benton. Benton. Parents happily married. Yeah, uh, very happily married. And he's the happiest. He's, he's laughing off mic at Parker and I as yeah. we, <laughs> as tears start building in our eyes. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know that you might think listening at home that that's untrue. But that's <laughs> completely true. <laughs> um, all right, let's watch the next clip. We get to meet Julie, the wife. A uh, woman claims ex-husband is turning six-year-old son against her, which is the problem with giving one of these parents full custody mm-hmm. is they're totally going to indoctrinate their kids with hatred of the other one. That's mm-hmm. just what's going to happen. And when your dad, when your dad looks like a retired, <laughs> when your dad looks like a retired offensive lineman, <laughs> that's he's going to be the cool dad. Me and my ex-husband's relationship started to go downhill when he got this new girlfriend, fiance Julia. They barely know each other. This girl's been on the scene maybe ninety days. Of course, he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> of course, he is. Since she's been around, he's been just one hundred percent hateful. Mike is always sending me nasty text messages in the. T- I I love nasty text messages. He's all check out, the, he's all, he's all. check out this dump I just took. <laughs> God damn it, Mike! He's all. It's like a foot and a half long. Isn't that badass? You gotta try this new protein shake. Text messages. He's calling me evil and toxic. I just get this gut feeling because me and Mike have had a good relationship, but the wording of the messages leads me to believe that Julia is texting from Mike's phone. I think Julia needs to butt out and mind her own business. Mike is stopping me from seeing my son. He tells my son not to answer the phone, that he doesn't have to listen. All right. I don't know what website he's on, but there's just an American flag banner. (laughs) I believe it. It's crazy, and it really upsets me because I'm a really good mom to my son. My 16-year-old son is my best friend. My son's never treated me like this or told me he doesn't want to come home. I admit I have been to Mike's house a couple of times with police officers but I had to to reinforce my court order. I okay, so that's all we need to know right there. Mm-hmm. She's got a court order. That's why she's going to the house with cops. Like, they left out so many fucking details because they're so spiteful. Yeah. Like, that's where I get so fucking irritated with this is, like, just be honest about the situation. They're all, she's crazy. She brings the cops to our house. And it's like, she, yeah, because she has a court order. 
whether we don't know what the court order is, but if she's bringing cops, you're probably breaking the court order. Court order a frappuccino, caramel macchiato. No, no, opposite of boo. That was awesome. <laughs> I felt like I very much had no choice. I'm his mother, and I'm not going anywhere. Okay, Christy, thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, You've been listening to everything. All right. How do we? So she's wearing a a snakeskin blazer, oh, which gross. is no, which is kind of tight. Actually, I kind of like it. Uh, she's got and she's got like crimped hair. She it, stole the she stole the Undertaker's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what she like? Uh, how I describe both of the women. So it's a prevailing theory I'm having is that if you're a buff white guy in his forties, you can just have sex with any uh, white lady. Who used to be hot? <laughs> <laughs> like this lady, she's Jesus. got like used to be hot. Like she totally is. Like true. She looks like like a like if you told me like you know she was on an eighty sitcom, I'd be like no shit really. <laughs> like she's got that face, dude. That snake. Do you really like that though? <laughs> No, I'm okay, thank God. I, I like. I like. I it. lost a little respect. Yeah, I, I was confused. On that I'd one like as well. it if like the wide receiver on my favorite football team wore it. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh God, she just looks like um fucking uh Brett. What's that guy's name? Brett? No, I forget. Brett Hart. No, not even him. I've Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So let me give you an opportunity to respond to anything you've heard so far. This couldn't be any further from the truth. I don't know who this girl is. I've met her one time, and I've properly introduced myself to her. Mike mm -hmm. sent her to my house without even introducing us mm -hmm. to pick up my child. I introduced, I told her, I, I was very polite. I said, half of what you heard is true, half is not. Stay out of my way, I'll stay out of yours. That doesn't sound very polite. I don't know if I'd describe yeah. that. <laughs> I was super polite. I said, get the fuck off my steps, you dumb bitch. And yeah. if you don't, I'm going to shoot you in the head. I was as polite as I could be, Dr. Phil. I was super polite. I said, this is my first rodeo. Yeah. I'll cut you. Yeah. <laughs> I was super polite. I hit her with a phone book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you see, I said to her, I said, you see this Python blazer I have on? I've got five living ones in the back. If you don't get off my, you don't get off my property, I'm going to let them out on you. Attack, boys, and they all come out. <laughs> they drop from the, the rafters and start choking. I don't know this girl. I don't, I don't have her phone number. I don't talk about her. I don't care about her. My problem is with Michael and the co-parenting that we need. To okay, do you guys see what I mean by his face is way too small for his head? Yeah, it oh is. Dude, it takes, up, shit. it takes up just maybe like the center one-fifth of his face. Yeah, like even this gap between his bottom lip, which, by the way, not a whole lot of lips on Mike here. But, uh, <laughs> dude, there's so much gap between his chin and his lip. There's so much, dude. It's like someone like yeah. it's like a pin needle. Dude, well, look, it looks like he stuck his face in a dryer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I think his hairline ends where the end of his whatever that hair is. Yeah. So look how big his forehead is. Yeah. yeah. It, dude, it's crazy. Like, yeah, dude, he's just a weird looking guy. To figure out in That's great shape, buff. Yeah, yeah, he's in great shape, but he has to be buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yes, I have sent the police to my son's school. I think his head is so big because it's steroids. That's my guess. Oh, but he has sense. a broken collarbone, not his brain. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that no one has been getting back to me, and I have every right to know what's going on with my son with, with a broken collarbone. Let me ask you guys a couple of questions in general, okay? Yes. Do you think you have an agenda 
of unfinished emotional business. I'm not gay. No. <laughs> God. <laughs> Running here in competition with what is in the child's best interest. Now, Dr. Phil, with all due respect, I don't know what emotional means. <laughs> <laughs> is that like when you punch something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only emotion I have is anger. Is that and, like <laughs> and adrenaline? Is that an emotion? <laughs> is that like when there's not enough beef jerky? And you, you, yeah. you, you don't you don't get it all. Yeah. Is that like when my when I try to fuck my son's girlfriend? <laughs> is that like when you run out of dip and it's too? <laughs> is that like night? when you're a boy and the pastor touches you and you get feelies? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no emotions unresolved. Is that like when you hear musical and secretly want to dance? <laughs> but then you remember it's gay? <laughs> that any, any movement of your feet to any song is gay? <laughs> if you're not headbanging, it's gay? But you can't call it headbanging because banging is gay? <laughs> Emotional, is that what they put in vaccines? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? You think I got emotions? You think I had a bunch of Luna bars or something? <laughs> You, you have no agenda here other than what, what can I do that's in my child's best interest? Exactly. That's my agenda. I absolutely have no agenda. I only care about my kids. Okay. Does it seem reasonable to you to send the police to pull him out of football practice? Definitely. <laughs> I like when crazy people are just blatantly crazy. Like, mm -hmm, yeah, the cops need to get him out of football practice. <laughs> what? Why? Why would that ever need to happen? That seems reasonable to yes, you. Yes, I had tried to contact Dad. Do you know where they practice? Oh yeah, I sent the officers because and he's I, six foot five. Yes, he does not blend in. No. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to know if he was okay, you could drive by there and see if he's out there. But because of what is being said, this constant, I'm, I'm in the town that they live in, this is why I don't go down there. And because I told my son, I had te texted him that day, and I had also been calling, and I said, listen, I do not want to come down to your school and embarrass you and pull you out of class so I can physically see you. If you do not answer these text messages or call me back, I will be sending an officer to do a safety check because at this point I'm very concerned about your collarbone and what the police officers had to tell me the last time I was at Mike's house. Definitely. Okay. So you threatened him with embarrassing him if he didn't do mm -hmm. what you wanted him to do. I told him that I would send an officer. No, I was being upfront. I'm a very upfront person. I told him this is what's going to happen if you don't reach back out. Like the court order states, I'm to have contact with my mm. son at least once. Yeah, it's a little like crossing a line, but I get it at the same time. Yeah, so, so here's where things start to clear up a little bit. I think that this interaction with Dr. Phil makes everything a little bit more clear is the dad is definitely the cool dad. You know what I mean? Like he's definitely like the, like, why don't we just watch football all day, dad? And the kid probably likes that. And then yeah. mom is like, if you don't tell me you're okay, I'm going to send a cop to your football practice. Like, so she's clearly the stricter parent. Yeah. Whether that's justified or not, I don't know. I'm not a parent, but I could understand why a 16-year-old would want to stay with his dad or like side with his dad who probably doesn't have any of that kind of shit going on. Like the mm -hmm. mom is clearly more high strung than the dad is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's also it's weird that she wants to pull him out so that she can see him. Like how awkward is that when they like go to Quiznos after Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so it looked like you were doing pretty good out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like a yeah, would you uh would would officer uh 
Magus like some of your chips? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> what was the last name? You I did? don't know. Is Magus? You said Magus. <laughs> that sounds like an Irish uh, yes. name. Ah, uh, yes. The police of the Irish Liberation <laughs> Front. <laughs> <laughs> One time a day. Definitely. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. It is what it says. No, actually it isn't. You, you, Wait, what? I missed that. I didn't watch this whole clip. That's not what it says. Reach back out like the court order states. I'm to have contact with my son at least one time a day. Definitely. Mm, that's not what it says. It is what it says. No, actually, it isn't. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's let's listen to this. I don't. I'm confused. You you have a current custody agreement. Yes. That's not what it says. The one that before we had went to court this last time, it did say that, and that's what I was referring to with Mike and to Mike. Well, you you have one in place now. Now. Again, that yes. does not say that, correct? Um, I'm not. I'm pretty sure it does say that in the new one. No, actually, it doesn't. It says that you're to have. Uh, dude, why would you even try to argue with Doctor Phil? Yeah, it's. Uh, what were you gonna say, Parker? Oh, um, I thought she's. You have to check. She's gonna say like it's the New Testament one. <laughs> 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 it's a dead language. Yeah. Contact at the discretion of you and your son. That's and then it now. goes on later to say that it's at his discretion. Yeah. And then it goes on to say that if you make a phone call, that it's endemic upon the parent with whom the child is mm -hmm. at the time to have that phone call returned within yes. 24 hours. Yep. Okay, so that's a breach on his part if it isn't yes. done, not on your son's part. Yes. True. Okay, I that didn't understand sense. any of that, but it kind of sounds like the son is mostly in charge of how much he talks to his mom, which probably doesn't bode well for her because she seems like very pushy. Well, I think it seemed more like uh, he's saying <laughs> that top comment. The top comment is I was not ready to see the husband's haircut when the camera switched to him. <laughs> his haircut makes it no, look like someone shrunk his face in Photoshop. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, my gosh. Why, bro, that man's face is so much smaller than his head. Well, everyone's face is smaller than their head, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Guys, why are our writers commenting <laughs> on this YouTube yeah. video? <laughs> I swear to God, we don't read the, the comments. Let's analyze the real issue here. Throwing a football in the house. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow, we're hacks. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know. We really are. Everyone, Dr. Fiddle has such a nice house. It's unfair. Yeah. yeah. That guy, bullshit. the the guy, are, do you guys remember Sean Spicer? Yeah. He yeah. Looks, he looks like, I think he, he does exactly look like, like Sean, Sean Spicer. Spicer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Let's watch this next clip. You guys just ignore what the court says and interpret these agreements the way you want, Dr. Phil. Says. I have full custody of myself. Christy thinks she has custody of Mike's son, and that's not the case. Mike has custody of his own son. I know Mike is telling my son that he can ignore me. Christy's constantly serving me with court papers. Our new court custody agreement between me and my ex-husband is during the week is with dad and I get every other weekend. And it's up to me and my son's discretion for him to come home during the week. I'm going back to court because Mike is negligent. He does not enforce the order. She's putting a huge financial burden on my home. She's come after me on an old child support case. She's claiming I owe her $139,000. Okay, Oy. so that complicates yeah. things, doesn't it? Yeah. Oy. Yeah. I mean, now <laughs> I kind of see the animosity a little bit. Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> He's fucking facing a hundred, like, you know, fucking a tenth of a million dollars. And she wants that money. 
You know how she, he should respond. He's like, would you be willing to waive the fee if I wrote you some bits? <laughs> <laughs> I got this one about how women are unpredictable with the courts. <laughs> And if not, I'm going to get a shotgun and shoot up a mall. <laughs> I don't feel like I owe Christy. Oh, they're le- they're showing him learning how to button. <laughs> Any child support. Financially, he's lived with me. 100%. How, wait, what do you mean you don't feel like you owe money to someone you helped raise together? That makes but, no but sense. That's what he's saying is that. No, I'm sh- being sarcastic. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> wow. This is the missed signals episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know me and Parker are off. But yeah, but I, what he's saying is I don't owe you any money because I raised him all by myself, which is crazy. Just true. Of the time. Now he's playing the part that I moved and uh, I'm not a good mom. Christy is controlling. I feel like it's a huge thing of not having. Yeah, I feel like that's a detail we're missing. So it sounds like after he was born, she moved somewhere mm-hmm. and that prevented her from being in his life as much oh. as she would have liked to be. Which meant but, that the kid was living with him full time, but now she's coming after him for child support. That's fucking stupid. Well, it's, uh, it's usually how the courts work, man. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Being the say so. It's also it's like, why did you leave your kid? Like, totally, yeah. totally. Like, oh, I went for a job. It's like, okay, find a closer job. Yeah, to find your a kid, job that lets idiot. you see your kids. Yeah, yeah, totally. Everything that's happening in her son's life, it seems like she's out to get me, twenty four seven. Uh, actually, you do owe her $139,000, right? Yeah. And until you have it Maybe modified it by that. the court, which can be done retroactively, because that was set assuming that the child was going to live with her, mm-hmm. but in fact, the child lived with you. Yeah. Uh, but right now, you do owe that, and you could go to jail for not paying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys just ignore what the court says and interpret these agreements the way you want to as though there's not something written down. Just and th- sell your pool table. I don't <laughs> yeah. get it. Like, I mean, you <laughs> got to get a new one. You drove a truck here that was lifted. I mean, that thing's got to be $200,000 easy. So <laughs> you just sell that thing. There is. I, I mean, I know it loses value with the Monster Energy sticker on the back, but... <laughs> what I am a little flabbergasted at is that both of you have so little insight that you say, no, we don't have any agenda competing with the best interest of our son. This is a text message you sent April 23rd of 19. All right. Hell yeah. We're getting into text Uh, messages, baby. All right. I'm going to let Dr. Phil read it. Mike, you say, you're trash and I'm done with this. You are not owed to dime. I've been there way more in his school, in his coaching and practice. You cheap ass bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, and then uh, how do you make a ringtone? <laughs> <laughs> you cheap ass bitch. You cheap ass bitch. Let's let's hear that one more time. <laughs> you cheap ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want it one more time, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it one more time. You cheap ass bitch. <laughs> 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 I'm just an face member. in the crowd, <laughs> dude. Black audience members at Dr. Phil are the fucking best because they just cannot take this white shenanigans. (laughs) You know what? That's the first, that's the name of my first stand up album, White Shenanigans. (laughs) Hey, Benton, are you going to pay me for that title? Uh, Yeah. You cheap ass bitch. (laughs) Talk to you later. I'm not playing. You're an evil person. Christy, don't text me again. Opening For calling na- someone evil, he sure has the haircut of a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so he says, T- talk to you later. I'm not playing. 
you're an evil person. She says, text me again. Opening rears now. Have a good day. I don't know what, what? opening rears now is, but it's it's like, it's, I do type it in on Pornhub. <laughs> oh, oh, That's what I say it. when I fart. We <laughs> 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 invented two different types of humor. Opening rears. It sounds what? like she's going to summon a crack it on him. Like. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Get away from us. Okay. So he said, I'll talk to you later. She said, don't text me again. And then he said, nope. Sorry. What? You are evil and toxic. Our son knows you wanted to abort him. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Who told him that thing that you probably should have done? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dude, listen to the next sentence. I said no. You have had nine abortions already. Sick, very. You've had. Why? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, you shouldn't tell your kid that the mom wanted to abort yeah. him. Yeah. Whoa. And also, not a good look as a dad to be like, I said no. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I told you what you could and couldn't do with your body, you yeah. cheap ass bitch. And like, honestly, these people should not have had fucking kids. Not so a chance. It's like- totally. Very sick. Get off the drugs. Your son isn't happy or feeling safe, and you can use all of these text messages in court. I don't care. Wow, that's so weird that now he's giving her permission to do something. Uh, abortion joke well I'm glad that you don't because I'm sure that she will but how can you write that and tell me I don't have any angst I don't have any unfinished business with this woman at all sometimes you can lose your balance I mean people have their breaking points then Christy writes okay so remember what I was saying earlier about like the difference between men and women so her message is not I mean, it's better, but not by much. And just listen how the crowd reacts to it. I have raised him to always respect everyone, even your weird-ass family. (laughs) I thought I... The crowd's laughing at that. She's insulting his fucking family. And they're like, that good one. Good one. (laughs) I came from a messed-up family. Damn. (laughs) This is like... She's laughing as well. Which is, you know, what is she, Jimmy Fallon? Stop laughing at <laughs> Or me, either way. Like the ninth fiance yeah. must be pregnant, yeah. LMAO. <laughs> Mike, I will make sure I get everything back in child support. You know what you- I just realized? She looks kind of like uh, Roseanne a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah a little she Roseanne. looks like Roseanne mixed with, uh, who's the Scientology lady from King of Queens? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Leah Remini. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should have paid, loser. I'm sure your old lady gets child support that you and your kids are living off of. You will be sorry when it's all said and done, and don't come crying to me. Uh-huh. Also, on. you look like the if the Muslim Brotherhood fucked Planet of the Apes. <laughs> what? That's what, That's what Roseanne said. said. Oh, I got the reference. Yeah. This is what, by the way, this is what happens when people don't have hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> If that guy was into like disc golf or something, Woodworking. Dude, doesn't yeah. this just like solidify that you don't want to have a kid? I don't know if totally. you do, Benton, but I know Parker doesn't. Dude, this just makes me so not want to have a kid. Yeah, man. You like just know. dealing with this shit as an like a chance that this would happen scares the fucking Jesus out of me, dude. Yeah, it's crazy, Come on, guys. And no one thinks that ever is going to happen to them. No, exactly. Like well, none of these people, like they they thought they're going to be together forever, right? And, raise a 
their son as yeah. a family. And then she thought they were going to do it without the baby. And he was like, no, we're doing it with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that's where they hit a fork in the road. <laughs> yeah. Or they should have <laughs> met a fork in the road. <laughs> a coat hanger in the road. Oh, <laughs> yes. A prong. <laughs> when the court appoints a forensic psychologist, their charge is not to determine who is the best parent. Their charge is to determine if either parent is suitable. Wait, what? So dun, dun. yeah, so he said when they uh, when the court appoints a forensic psychologist, mm-hmm. they're not supposed to choose the best parent. They're supposed to decide if either parent. Is. Oh, ah. and guess what? The next clip is called clinical forensic psychologist mm-hmm. weighs in on behavior of battling exes. Is this one that was chosen by Doctor Phil or the courts? Wait, do you think that Doctor Phil would ever have someone right. on the show that he's uh, not? We don't have to in, make me look like an idiot with? right now. <laughs> I hope you wouldn't put that past Dr. Phil. Uh, here we go. Dr. Paula Last clip. Bruce. She is the founder, CEO, and clinical director of Paula E. Bruce, PhD and associates. Now, she is a Los Angeles-based clinical forensic psychologist who specializes in working with difficult couples and families. And she also does commercials. Now, <laughs> <laughs> here are her headshots. <laughs> this She's, is the RyMDB page. <laughs> She's got a book coming out called What It's Like to Look Like Voldemort. <laughs> uh, Dr. Paula, thanks so much for being here, number one. Um, Way too long of applause. No one knows who this lady is. Clearly, this is a very busy situation, but they say no agenda other than the best interest of the child. I say that is absolutely absurd. You've studied this situation. What do you see? Well, it seems quite obvious there is a lot going on here, and I think there's probably a lot in each of their own individual histories that has informed how they've approached parenting and how they've approached conflict between each other. There's lots of worries about abandonment in this family, and I think those are things that, uh, that they need to understand, understanding what has motivated uh, the decisions that each of them has made. And we don't have to go into a lot of detail here, but you didn't feel safe in your family of origin. No. And his family, who you had a great affection for, really became your family. Yes, absolutely. That's where you felt safe. That's yes. where you felt structure. Yes. Ooh. And then she called them a weird ass family. Yeah, weird ass family. Maybe she was. Maybe she was referring to his current family, like immediate hmm. family. Because, like, I would get making that comment if your ex husband was engaged to a woman he had known for a month. You know. Yeah. Anyway, it could be a term of endearment. Like they're like wacky yeah. stuff. She or yeah, she that's could true. like, oh my, I didn't get along with my family, so maybe weird to her is like hugging. Yeah, well, yeah. You know? yeah. Like how your dad says, "I love you" to his wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Your weird ass dad never even punched your mom. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you guys get together for those cult meetings on Thanksgiving. <laughs> And as, as Dr. Bruce is, is talking about, that got pulled away from you. Absolutely. You get, your marriage goes away. Your job goes away. The family that you had become a member of goes away. And then to add insult to injury, they evict you from the home. Yeah, right. And so everything that you experienced initially in your family gets put All on repeat. Again. Yeah. And so you get pretty panicky and clingy about your son. Oh, yes. Because you think, I, I, I do not want this to happen to mm-hmm. 
That's what I feel like, absolutely. If you can understand that, that will help you to be able to figure out what you need to calm down. Yes. So that you don't act from this place of emergency because it's having an effect on your child and it's having an effect on you being able to resolve this issue between you and your ex-husband. You've sent text messages to your son. Yes. That have been... He's all, now how'd you do that? I'm still, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. Manipulative. Mm-hmm. The boys cried in the morning, talking about his brothers. Yeah. The boys cried in the morning when they woke up and you weren't here. Not to mention, I cried myself to mm-hmm. sleep and didn't get to bed until 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. over this crap with you and your dad. I was crying because of you doing this. Thanks, son. I'm very disappointed in you. Yes. Yeah, fuck her. That's such a shitty thing to send to your kid. No wonder he doesn't want to go to your fucking house. That's why I say you don't want to get anywhere near this courthouse. You're pretty impulsive. Would you agree with that? Yeah. What do you see here? (laughs) Yes. Imagine he just punched Dr. Bell. (laughs) He's all impulsive. Okay, we know what this means, Mike. Come on, figure it out. Uh, M... Uh, (laughs) he's breaking it down in his head just say yes and hope for no (laughs) follow-up he's like it probably means good dad just say yes impulsive pulse means pulse pulse means i'm breathing i'm breathing yes i i'm breathing i'm I'm impulsive i'm pulse pulse i've means i'm breathing and i have before yeah impulsive yes i have impulsive sounds like tulsa i've I've been to tulsa yeah i agree uh pull pull yeah i've played tug of war yes yes i have um it seems like that um you form relationships really quickly. I mean, you've talked about multiple broken uh, um, engagements in the last several years. And there's this dynamic here which suggests that it works well for you when you feel like uh, things are going well between you and others. There's this need to be really liked. But the moment that they discover any disappointment in you, I think it's really, really hard for you to sustain that contact. And then you break off the relationship and things turn. If I were advising you, and I am. Mm -hmm. I just imagine like a hamster wheel running through his head. (laughs) (laughs) Like a a monkey. He's all, so what you said is people like me? (laughs) I would not go into that courtroom tomorrow because you are both vulnerable. And I don't like inviting the government into a family if it can be resolved otherwise. That's just called the Third Amendment, folks. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, wow. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. Wow, really? That's the end? How does it resolve? Does it, do they do they, Well, they go to the courthouse. Oh. I, I'm, I'm assuming they have a court date set for a day after Dr. Phil taped it. So, I mean, probably better timing could have been had, but... Wow. Uh, Hopefully that judge is not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Uh, that's Yeah, that's it, dude. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of on the dad's side a little bit. I think that he's a piece of shit and aggressive and, yeah. like Dr. said, impulsive, but the mom is seems very manipulative. Yeah, true. Manipulative. And I don't know. I... I I just couldn't imagine having a mom that texts me shit like that last text message they read. Yeah, that's horrible. Like, yeah. I don't even have a mom, and I'd rather that than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's it seems Yeah, it seems really shitty. But. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird way to get into the complex of your kid. 
like that you're the source of the unhappiness as opposed to like the toxic relationship. Yeah, and then True. bringing other kids into it, going like they cried when they woke up this morning. Like, I don't know, make them pancakes. That'll cheer them up. <laughs> <laughs> They're kids. You it's know? also like the opposite of that trope of like it's not your fault. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, like, yeah. Listen, they say that, not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all your fault. All your fault, motherfucker. Yeah. I can un- <laughs> I can also understand why the kid did not want his fucking face shown on Doctor Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He didn't want to be into the paparazzi to flood him. Cause too, was, much yeah. <laughs> too much puss after that. Way too much puss. It was too back. small like his dad's. Oh, man. Well, that's it from us. Uh, Parker, where can people find you? Uh, at Parker's Stand Up on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, no, it's not. What? Your name's at Parker the Newman. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Your name is at Parker the Newman, not at Parker oh, Stand Oh, you're right. I changed it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's at Parker What would you do Newman. without me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drew really does all the legwork here. <laughs> I really... It's hard to remember. <laughs> it's hard stuff. to remember it. Um, let's see. This won't come out by tomorrow. Verbal insults. Uh, I'll be in Lodi um, on January 7th. Uh, I'll post that on Facebook, the place. Oh, here's a cool one. Uh... Neck of the Woods uh, at 8 o'clock in San Francisco on January 14th. Cool. And uh, That's fun. What about you guys? Um, Benton, go ahead. Oh, f- no, I wasn't ready. Oh, oh okay. I'll go. Um, yep, this won't come out by then. So big, big next week, next Saturday, January 11th, Fill My Heart live anniversary spectacular. Benton Harshaw will definitely be here. Um, <laughs> he hasn't confirmed yet, but I'm telling you, he will definitely be here. He'll Yay. sign your baby. He'll sign your tits if he if you want him to. If you don't want him to, he'll sign your tits anyway because yeah. that's the kind of guy he is. He'll close his eyes. <laughs> yes. he'll close, he won't look. He's not yeah, disrespectful, but he there'll will. There'll be a curtain in the way. Instinctually, he signs tits. Um, it'll be great. We're, we're bringing back a lot of uh, everyone's old favorite guests, a lot of future guests that haven't been on that that we're going to have this year. It's going to be a huge bash. I'm bringing pizza and uh, uh, things, other things we can't talk about. Uh, <laughs> but if you're coming to the show, bring some shit. It'll be a big, we'll make it a big little potluck thing. It'll be a good time. So Wait, why can't we say weed? I mean, we can, but it's not, it's not legal to say that you're going to supply weed for people in a public place. But yeah, go ahead and say that on the podcast. Go ahead. Oh, we're not going to. I'm just saying, but yeah, if you say we can't say that, I'm, it sounds like it's gonna be worse than that. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you're right. But you know, if if weed were be to, were to be here, it might be provided by one of us. We'll say that possibly. That's, that seems legal, right, Benton? Uh, what? Okay. Um, <laughs> and then January seventeenth, I'm doing a show here in Sacramento. I'll post that on Instagram. Uh, January twenty fourth, I'll be in Duffy's Tavern in Chico, California. Show. Thank you. Uh, it sure will be with me on it. Um, <laughs> January 25th, I'm at the Cava Bar in Rancho Cordova. Oh, backtracking a little bit, uh, the 7th of January will be in, in Modesto, California. Um, February or January 31st, I'll be in Nevada City. And then February 1st, I will be in, um, what's it called? Uh, Turlock, I think. Where's uh where's Strings Cafe? Oh no, Manteca. Manteca, there we go. Uh, so come out to those shows and then follow me on Twitter at Drew Absher on Instagram at Drew Absher is dumb. And uh, Benton, what do you got going on? Let them hear it. Uh, so on Instagram, uh, Bad Boy Benton underscores between bad and whatever. Bougie. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, bad and bougie, bad and bougie. Um, and also on Facebook, I post stuff sometimes. 
Uh, I'm producing a show in Davis, uh, January 10th at uh, Crucial Vibes. I believe Drew's going to be there too. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What day was that? Uh, January 10th. All right. So day before the, the calendar? Fam, uh, reunion. Yeah. Uh, Fill my heart. Yeah, the big show. Um, January 16th, I am going to be at uh, Sack Punch for Showcase. And then January 14th, I'm at Upper Lake Casino. And then in February, I'm doing a relationship show type thing what do you know about those <laughs> yeah whoa, whoa uh it's called it's not them uh it's us and there's three dates for that uh the first oh i see what you did there dates <laughs> yeah dates yeah uh so punchline sf on february 11th oh, uh, nice. the danville theater on february 13th and then punchline sack on february 23rd what the hell? Good job, danville. Dude, i'm surprised they didn't invite me back for that <laughs> That's oh, an inside joke. That's a beautiful story. That yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that one day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's and a, then... A uh, night to remember. <laughs> Parker, was there anything else you wanted to add? Um, no, not really. All um, right. I would say okay. just... Okay. Then I guess, yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, li- I fucking nope, lied. nothing at all. Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> before, before we move on, one last thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, just make sure to come to Stab Condé Theater. It's uh, 1710 Broadway, right? Yep. Yeah. 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California. Yeah. Come out. It's always a great time. Also, if you like this, please, please share it. Uh, It helps us out a lot. Yep. It sure does. And uh, if you can't make it out to the January 11th show, it will be live streamed on Stab's Facebook page. So make sure to go and like them, Stab Comedy Theater. Um, And they post, you know, it's a live stream of all the shows all night. So you can, you know, put it on, have sex during the first show, (laughs) eat during the second show, and then watch Fill My Heart. So um, follow us on all social media at Fill My Heart Pod. um, And we will talk to you guys next week. It will be the live uh, spectacular. Uh, We'll see you guys then. Have a good week.